0: I'm K.S. Garner and you're listening to The Solo NerdBread Podcast. Today I'll be detailing an episode by episode overview of the anime Megalobox Season 1 dubbed in English on Netflix US. Set in a city where the wealthy are licensed citizens and those on the outskirts are unlicensed citizens living in poverty, the sport of megalo boxing has risen. Megalo boxing is a popular sport where the boxers fight while wearing a metal frame, something that makes their attacks even more lethal. Junk Dog fights in the underground illegal rings with fixed fights overseen by his coach Nanbu. After he almost crashes his motorcycle into Yikiko Shirato, her bodyguard challenges Junk Dog to fight him in Megalonia, something reserved for licensed citizens. Junk Dog now works to prove himself the best fighter and move up in the rings in order to attend Megalonia. Round 1 Buy or Die An underground megalo boxer named Junk Dog. Throws fights for money with his coach, Nambu. He wishes to go all the way and want to fight someday, but Nambu won't allow him since they make more money throwing them. Junk Dog is an illegal citizen and can't go pro nor participate in the upcoming Megalonia Championship three months away. After throwing another match, Junk Dog distractingly rides off on a motorcycle and nearly hits a woman on the closed road. The woman is the head of the Shirato corporation in charge of the tournament, Yukiko. After disrespecting her when she offered assistance to Junk Dog, Yuri, the famous megalo boxing champion, challenges him to a fight. When Yukiko warns him to stand down, Yuri returns to fight Junk Dog in his territory, in the underground instead. Round 2 The man only dies once. Yuri and Junk Dog's fight begins. Yuri smugly only uses one hand to box against Junk Dog but his opponent pulls a swift move forcing Yuri to remove his handicap. However when Junk Dog insists Yuri compete fairly, Yuri knocks Junk Dog out with one punch in the first round. Junk Dog once again insists they fight but Yuri won't lower himself to his conditions. Junk Dog must fight in Megalonia if he ever wants to fight Yuri again. Junk Dog realizes his potential in megaloboxing it's much greater than his insecurities and Nambu's doubts. He begs his coach for a way into, toor- into the tournament even though he doesn't have a citizen ID. Nambu scoffs off Junk Dog's boxing dreams, telling him to stick to throwing fights he knows they can profit from and stop daydreaming. Frustrated by his partner's doubts and selfishness, Junk Dog refuses to throw the next fight, instead, knocking his opponent out within seconds. Nambu begs the Bob Moss. Fujimaki for another chance to pay his debts with Junk Dog. That his indiscretion was a one-time thing? Fujimaki demands Nambu's other eye as payment and he need not worry about Junk Dog. He plans to use the boxer for a profit in his ring until he dies. Nambu doesn't like the idea, so he proposes the boss help them enter Megalonia and pay off their debts from those fights, even go as far as winning the whole thing. Fujimaki reluctantly agrees forging Junk Dog a citizen ID with the new name Joe. Round 3, Gear is Dead Nambu registers Joe into the Megalonia tournament and he's ranked dead last. Later, they purchase parts to upgrade Joe's gear before his first fight with a fighter named Shark Samajima. A squad of street kids mill about and distract Joe's training with Nambu after Joe saved one of them from being attacked by a pawn shop owner. One of the kids, Sachio, mocks Joe's skills in junk gear while sparring with Nabu so he takes the initiative and steals the high tech gear from the pawn shop. Joe rescues Sachio again from the pawn shop and fights the guard this time, but the guard destroys Joe's new gear after Joe's constant parries instead of guarding himself like Nanbu coached him. In the end, Joe insisted on fighting the guard gearless as Nanbu coached him and Sachio calling his opponent's moves ultimately winning the fight. With his eye for making calls and tech experience, Joe agrees to take Sachio along with him to Megalonia. Round 4, Let's Dance with Death. Nambu proposes a gimmick for Joe as Gearless Joe since no top fighter would ever fight him with his low ranking. Joe disguises his shaking as excitement fighting against Samejima. Sachio recognizes Joe... Isn't maneuvering through the ring and guarding like he does at practice. He tries to warn Nambu, but he won't listen. At the top of the third round, Sachio lectures Nambu about his constant complaining and Joe's selfishness and intentional isolation. Sachio tells them through tears they're a t- trio now and they all need to work together in order to make it to Megalonia. Both men take this advice to heart before Joe finally defeats Shark by KO. Nambu negotiates Joe's fourth fight with a high-ranking fighter, but Nambu is shocked at the sight of him. The man is possibly someone from his past when he greets Nambu as coach. Round 5, The Man from Death. Aragaki was formally trained by Nambu before he served in the military. Aragaki lost both his legs and burned half his face from an explosion. He believes Nambu owes him a debt and vows to ruin Joe. When Aragaki returned home from service, Nabu wasn't there for him and he resents him for that. But Nabu assumed, like everyone else, Argaki was dead. That's why he never bothered to look for him. Joe confronts Argaki about his hatred for Nabu. Later during their training, Joe also confronts Nabu about his doubt in Joe's fight against Argaki. Nabu pleased with Argaki right before his match with Joe to not take his anger out against him. Nabu agreed. To being a coward and a terrible mentor towards Aragaki when he never sought him out after hearing about his supposed death, round six until the last dog dies, Nambu begs for Joe to forfeit the fight. He'll find Joe another fight to compete in almost immediately if he agrees, but Joe just tells Nambu to either coach or shut up and get out of his way. Eventually, Joe recalls Nambu's coaching instructions about constantly shifting his feet fifty fifty until his natural. It's to the point where Joe mutters Nabu's instructions loud enough to annoy Aragaki. Aragaki becomes distracted by his flashbacks to when Nabu taught him the same thing and Joe starts to get solid hits in. Joe and Aragaki exchange hit after hit and the fight is no longer one-sided. Fortunately for Joe, Aragaki begins to tire and irritate his legs where they begin to bleed. He recalls another instance where Nabu told him there's nothing wrong with lifting to see tomorrow. That's what life is all about as a fighter. Aragaghi then instructs his coach to end the fight in a forfeit. Later, Nabu speaks with Argagi. His former trainee announces he no longer holds a grudge against him. That this fight against Joe was the way he wanted to go out from boxing altogether. He also gives Joe a good luck charm Nambu gave him before he left for combat and wishes Joe luck on his way to Megalonia. Round 7, The Road to Death Joe continues his recovery as he watches the final fight before Megalonia he was intentionally excluded from. The winner takes the fourth spot to compete in the main event. The winner is Mikio Shirato, Yukiko's brother. This fight was meant to knock him out of the competition, but his victory throws a wrench in Yukiko's plans for Megalonia. Mikio was set to fill the last spot but publicly calls out Joe, a fan favorite to compete for the last spot. Nambu and Sachio train Joe in order to compete against Mikio's skills in advanced gear just to arrive and forfeit the match when Mikio maliciously exposes Joe's fraudulent citizen ID. Instantly Joe lashes out at Mikiko but Nambu quickly punches one of his weak spots halting any argument Joe may have against him and Mikiko. Round 8, Deadline of a Dream Joe is furious with Nambu for stopping him from fighting Mikio but Nambu warns him there would be no fight indefinitely if Joe attacked Mikio outside the ring. Nambu consults with Fujimaki about how Mikio discovered Joe's past. Fujimaki claims someone came snooping a few weeks prior but couldn't manage to obtain solid proof about Joe's fraudulent ID. It was all a bluff Team Nowhere fell for to get out of Mikio's way. Fujimaki is able to contact a former lab's assistant who tested Mikio's gear. The man informs him and Nambu, Mikio's sensors can't detect human movement. That's why Mikio didn't want to fight Joe. Nambu desperately begs Yukiko for a rematch against Mikio, but even after Nambu confesses about Joe's fake ID, she doesn't budge. She then locks Nambu away during the official commencement ceremony. Joe manages to disrupt the ceremony, basically forcing Yukiko and Mikio's hand for a rematch. Round nine, a dead flower should never bloom. With Mikio Shirato and Gearless Joe's rematch well into the second round, Joe hasn't landed a single punch and is nearly knocked out. In a series of flashbacks, Mikio is constantly testing and pushing his ace gear to its limits. Yuri also toys with him about whether or not he or his gear is the one in control of his movements like a real fighter would be. Joe manages to make it through into the fourth round, but at the end of the third, discovers something new about the ace gear. It switches maneuvers depending on its opponent's patterns, but when they do something new, it doesn't know how to react. Joe is completely blind out of his left eye, so he orders Nanbu to make the call for the final blow. Joe's body reacted to the punch and stepped back, but so did Mikio who followed up with a left hook. Joe countered with his own hook, knocking Mikio out with a sol- solid blow. Officially filling the fourth and final spot for the Megalonia Championship, Joe taunts Yuri once again about finally meeting him in his ring. Back at the houseboat, everyone is celebrating while Joe tries to rest. However, Nambu handles other business with Fujimaki that may destroy a Team with Nowhere's partnership. Round 10, The die is Cast Nambu confesses to Joe about his agreement with Fujimaki unbeknownst to him and Sachio. Joe must throw his opener match if he were to get into Megalonia. That was the only way Nambu could manage a fake ID from Fujimaki to begin with. Joe and Sachio are furious with Nambu. Joe rides off and is a no show at the opening press conference. Nambu finds Sachio to return his hat with his prized photo of his parents. Nabu discovers Satchio's plan for revenge against the Shirato Corp. His dad was actually one of the original engineers on a Shirato gear, but his design was stolen and he was later killed by Shirato Corp. His mother later became sick and died a year later. In the opening match between Pepe Iglesias and Yuri, Joe watches high up and out of sight as Yuri knocks Pepe out in the second round. Later, the two foes have a lively chat about why they chose to compete in Megalonia. Joe fights without gear to prove his fighting skills are valid and Yuri fights in to honor Yukiko's belief in him when he had nothing. Round 11, a death march. Fujimaki and Nambu are prepared for Joe to throw his fight against Glenn Burrows in the third round. Joe arrives on his own with gear for the first time since entering the competition. Joe dances around the ring, allowing Glenn the upper hand and defending himself so it doesn't look suspicious. Fujimaki taunts Anambu's coaching skills since Joe seems to be openly ignoring his calls through his airpiece. In the third round, Nambu announces to Joe it's time to call it and Joe would be free from Fujimaki. But the mob boss refuted their claim, saying Joe will be throwing fights for him forever after this fight no matter what. Sashio runs into the arena after reflecting on his time with Team Nowhere and how they've all used one another for their own agenda. In the end, he demands Joe finish strong and not quit. Nabu yells in his ear to get up that he believes in his skills and that he can win this fight, rebelling against Fujimaki. Suddenly, Yuri appears on the floor as well and recalls his previous chat with Joe about fighting each other. Joe shakes off his gear and quickly ends the fight against Glenn in a few punches, knocking out the third ranked fighter. When Yukiko demands to know what happened, Yuri informs her he's jealous of Joe and his highly in- he's highly anticipating their fight together. Back in the box seats, Joe and Sacho believe Fujimaki removed Nambu's other eye, but it was Nambu who did it as full payment in Joe's freedom from under the mob boss. Round 12... Leap over the edge of death. Yuri refuses his usual Shirato gear before he fights Joe so they're on even footing. Since Nabu lost his sight, he asks Aragaki and his team to train and spar with Joe for the upcoming fight. Yukiko contemplates canceling the final match after Yuri has Mikio surgically remove his integrated gear from his body and discovering the details about Joe's fraudulent ID. For five days, Yuri has suffered the extrusioning effects from his gear removal. He begs Yukiko to allow the fight because it's given him purpose again, similar to when they met. When Yuri's finally back on his feet, Yukiko leaves the cabin stating she no longer has business with a gearless boxer. She's now severed all emotional ties with Yuri and Mikio. Final Round Born to Die With the long-awaiting battle underway, Yuri holds the upper hand in the first few rounds. Although he's gearless, Sachio spots no real difference in his fighting technique. Nabu coached Joe to pay attention to his feet after Yuri switches from his usual softball. His feet will inform Joe what he's about to do, not his hands. Elsewhere, Yukiko lectures top military agents about Shirato partnering with them using their gear. The military wants to use them as possible weapons but Yukiko informs them the gear is only meant as a supplement and aids the user. It's not meant to be a death weapon. Back in the ring, the formidable pair rage on against one another, exchanging blows well into the 13th round. They both know this is it, and the winner will be called soon. The scene fades and flashes forward to a year later. Nambu owns another gym and a community garden. Joe and Aragaki and his team have joined the gym as well, training and sparring together. Unfortunately, Yuri is wheelchair-bound, a possible effect from that fight and the loss of his gear, but he and Joe have remained friends. Yukigo also announces another Megalonia tournament after wishing Anambu's gym nowhere well. Later, it stated Joe won in the 13th round by knockout. So there you have it, an episode-by-episode episode overview of Megalobox Season 1 dubbed in English on Netflix US. Overall, I enjoyed the show. I actually never heard of it, but it is relatively new since the anime first aired in 2018 on Toonami. However, the show was actually an adaptation of Ashita no Joe manga originally published in 1968, followed by a movie in 1981. There's also a season two called Megalobox 2 Nomad that premiered in April, 2021. So be on the lookout for my overview of that season once it's completed. Again, I'm KS Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Thank you.